To the West Coast, No Coast, East Coast podcast, where I, your host, Adam Schaefer, will be breaking down all the happenings in the land's best fantasy basketball league, all the while attempting to reveal none of my actual strategy. So life can be hard, and around this somewhat unpleasant fact, there is a culture to help you in these moments. To welcome hardness. I love challenges. Do hard things. Go hard. And I'm not against any of that. I think that there's a special feeling of accomplishment that only comes on the other side of challenge. Of nervousness, anxiety that is associated with hardness. Like, if you aren't anxious at all, nervous at all, it probably ain't that hard. So again, anything to help you in those moments because there is real reward in getting through them, I'm cool with that. But I think with all this focus on how hard life can be, we miss how easy life can also be. That yes, it is certainly true that the wind will be blowing in your face some of those days when you're out running around the lake. Damn, I'm running slow today. That wind is just blowing. But oh yeah, I remember that I like challenges. I like this. I'm going to run even harder. Of course, that's not really what your mind usually goes to. Usually goes to self-pity. Which is... One of the things that makes hard stuff seductive is that it gives you this great excuse. You can absorb that gospel of loving challenge, but when you're really challenged, do you love it? If you do, I question if it's all that challenging for you. That is like the nicest place to be, is a place where society views the activity as challenging, but it isn't that challenging for you. You happen to be a very strong runner. You happen to have a body that loves cold weather. It's 27 degrees and snowing, and you're out there running, and people are going, damn, Greg Williams goes hard. But he doesn't really, because it's not that hard for him. When it is hard, you're more likely, as I just said, to fall into some version of excuse-making where you assuage your uneasiness about it all with what feels like rationality. And it is pretty rational. Damn, this thing is hard. Like, I would be running faster if not for that wind in my face. The time that I'm going to post, like, I know it's not a real time because it was extra hard today. Of course, not true for everyone, but I do think that the tendency towards self-pity is pretty universal. It feels so good to have 
a reason to be less than. Of course, it feels so good to outperform, but that's much harder to do. Hence, our focus on life being easy. You want to outperform. We all do. There's days where you feel super motivated. You think you're going to do it. And then you don't. And you watch a movie and it reminds you how much you want to outperform. And maybe it will be the next day. And I say, find those days when it's easy. Find the days when the wind is actually at your back. Because I promise you, it will be at your back sometimes. And think about how much mental energy is spent at all the times when the wind is blowing in your face, making excuses, legitimate excuses, even though it's probably 50-50 that the wind is blowing at you versus it's blowing at your back, but you tend not to notice it when it's at your back because you're just running great and that's who you think you are. That's who you want to be. And then why can't I do it the next day? Well, it was because you weren't paying attention to the fact that the wind was at your back. And so we're not advocating gratitude journals. Here, let me say the the five things that I'm thankful for because that's not really what we're talking about here. Oh, I've got these, these great friends in my life. I love my kids. Yeah, in some sense that makes life easy. But no, we're we're focused on something that wouldn't make it even into the gratitude journal. The randomness of life, continuing this wind analogy, that we can make it anything else we want. That just, some days you feel great. You don't know why. You slept the same as you did the night before. You ate the same as you did the night before. You might try to come up with a story to explain it if you even notice it. That's... Can you just start by noticing? You definitely notice when life is hard. And you have some tools that may be helpful for you. Do you notice when life is easy? That's the first question. And then, if you've noticed it, and you want to be someone who outperforms, can you outperform there? You've set a goal for yourself to read 50 pages a day. And you're humming along, it's January 20th, you know, I got it, there were some days I didn't really feel like reading, but I still, I powered through because I do hard things. It's being able to see that today, for whatever reason, the words are just flowing off the page in your mind and go beyond the 50. This is actually one of the reasons why I don't like setting goals in most contexts. Because it will help you on the days when you're struggling. God, I'm going to get to those 50 pages. But on the days when you're not, which again, it's a large percentage of the days, you tap out earlier than you should. You're on the golf course. You set the rule. I want to shoot par. And when those stormy conditions roll in, there's lightning. You had to get off the course for 30 minutes. You come back out. Maybe it gets you to even par. But then on those days when the sun is shining, you're just not paying as much attention to that four-foot putt because you're already too under par. You're ahead of your goal. But no, you should be six under given the conditions. So not go hard when it's hard. Let's start with step one. Go hard when it's easy. 
Push yourself when it's easy. Be able to recognize those days when the universe has aligned. And then perhaps go a little easier on yourself on the days when it hasn't. Now, if you can get past this first stage, you really start going hard when it's easy. And I should come up with another word. I did this on another podcast where I just said the same word over and over again. Lot of synonyms for hard, but we're going to stick with it. Especially because I'm now doing it in two, I'm using it in two different contexts. There's like the hardness of the activity and then the, the toughness of you pushing yourself. So let's at least change the word for that one. Uh, let's, mm, I swear there's a lot of synonyms. Let's, um, I just like go hard when it's easy. And that sounds pretty good to me. Push yourself when it's easy. How about that? You've absorbed a culture that says push yourself when it's hard. <clears throat> we'll get to that. That's phase two. Let's just start with observing the days when it's easy and pushing yourself on those days because those are the days when you're most likely to get more out of yourself. And then if you master that, then let's see if you can apply it on those hard days. But don't beat yourself up for those hard days now. Focus on those easy days. You get past that, we'll move to phase two. One final thing before we transition is a good place to understand yourself and what you are predisposed to be. If you start really paying attention here and you come up at the end of the year with 15 easy days, you, for reasons you probably have no control over, are inordinately negative. And that's going to be an additional adjustment you'll have to make. And if you end up at 355 days, you're inordinately positive. You'll have to adjust around that. Knowing thyself starts with understanding your biases. Okay, so how about some fantasy basketball? This will be applicable, as all of these philosophical opens are. We're going to run down the rosters, talk about a player or two that has made your life extra easy. And then you may just take for granted. I'm a great drafter. I knew this was going to happen. No, you didn't. Some things are the wind at your back. Your mind is, I know my mind is during those weeks, focus on all the places where it's blowing at me. Ah, oh, these injuries. Ah, oh, this person played seven minutes and then was out. I spend a lot of time there. Do I spend much time on like, oh, that player was going to be injured or not, was, was injured, was questionable, expected to not play, and he just went for 37. No, I see that, and I'm like, yeah, that's what Fred Van Fleet is supposed to do. But no, it's not. There's the wind in my back. So, uh, we'll run down uh, these squads. Uh, we'll also comment on how competitive this season has been. This large bunching around this three to... Uh, or the four to seven or eight spot. I mean, really a legitimate chance for a lot of people. Not much at the top. D loading the D. Just a strong, strong outpost. Same with Jerry Sucks. I would, I'd propose BCS. I know America disagrees with me. They want to go to a 12-game playoff now? 
Did, we, did anyone see the national championship game? Do we really need more teams to have a chance at this? Same feeling here. I, I look at this season, I'm like, you know, we should, we should move the playoff to a three-team playoff. Deloading the D gets a first-round bye. Uh, the two and three seed have to, to battle it out. But I know that you guys wouldn't like that. I'm just, I'm out of touch with America here. But really, the 12-team playoff, who is actually for that? I know we say, oh, it's just about the money. But if, like, you're not making money off of that. Why is any casual fan for that? It corrupts the regular season. Look at college basketball. Do any of you watch college basketball? If you do, I laugh. Why would you ever watch college basketball? 68 teams get in? Watch the NBA, the better product. College football had the greatest regular season of any American sport, and now they won't have it. Like, look at who was ranked 12th this year. In fact, I'll actually go and look at that right now. So we had USC, three-loss USC at the 12th seed. I get that this is after the Bulls. Three-loss Florida State, four-loss Utah. Those are your 10, 11, and 12th ranked teams. Ridiculous. Ugh. But I accept that I'm just the minority here. Um, this is like how some people view Mac versus Windows. And I actually love Windows. So much less expensive. I don't need a Mac. Okay, okay. Two, uh, two your teams. Two your teams will start at the top and move down from there. I'm sure Reed's going to tell us all how he knew this. I've always loved Nikola Vucevic. And yeah, Nikola has been a solid fantasy player for a while. But this top 25 this season, 43 points in a game? The blocks are there? The steals are there? Yeah, that's, that's wind at your back. But congratulations. And also the, the games played. Strong games played at this point, which becomes this, this master variable for all of these players. I was glad to see that Anthony Davis finally got injured after, sure, re oh, I knew he was going to be healthy. I, know, I followed the Lakers. I'm telling you, I had a great offseason. <laughs> and Zion as well. God, a lot of reds on D loading the D. Sure is true with everybody as I go through it. And yet he is just crushing, crushing. Jerry sucks. Uh, love that Durant is injured. I mean, not that I actually want players to be injured, but it, it bothers me to no end the greatness people speak of when it comes to Kevin Durant and the dude is perpetually injured. I get that he is great when he plays. I get that he's a two-time finals MVP and that counts for a lot. But he's always injured. Always injured. Let's see if I'm actually right. I'm going to take a look at this. Oh, and before I do, this was even my question for Jordan when he decided to give up a season to hold on to Durant. I'm like, oh, the guy's missing an entire season? Yeah, he's going to come back and be just smooth sailing. Certainly wind in the face with Durant. All right, here are his games played per season. So 2012, 2013, OKC, 81, then 81, 27, 72, 
62, 68, 78, didn't play an entire season, 35, 55, and then whatever's happening this year. So durable to start, 80, 74, 82, 78, drops to 66. How does this compare to the rest of the league? I could do that work. I think that that's an important thing to do now. As I think I talked about it on a podcast before of how, like, there's, there's a simple solution to we can't compare across eras. Sean Mahaffey is going to send me something about how John Stockton never missed a game, which is impressive, but less impressive when compared against the standards of his time. We could do the same thing with points. We could do the same thing with field goal percentage. What makes a player outstanding is when they are anomalous for their era. Yes, I mean, I'm not saying that you can't ever compare across times, but Durant would really be injury prone if this was the 90s. He's less injury prone today when your top players are routinely missing 20 games a season. Do I think that he is extra uh, injury prone or he just has more injuries? Yes. And I think that if I really did these numbers, that would back me up here, which is my point about Durant. Uh, and also that he's 34. Like, oh, his value. Oh, they trade him for this. The dude's 34. Okay. Uh, we were talking about wind at your back. What do we have for Jerry Sucks? Putting together a strong season. First strong performance. He's been in the league. He's always tried hard. We've loved that. He brought in a new player. He's done a lot of good things. And now he's producing on the court. He's got to be feeling good about that. Wind at your back. 40 games played. A little bit lower than we'd like to see. De'Aaron Fox. A lot of promise when he came into the league as an actual NBA player. Perhaps less so as a fantasy player, was right around 100th best player last year. Hope that without Halliburton, he'd be able to jump up into the top 75. And he's done exactly that. Providing a lot of value for you. Those young legs hopefully won't wear down as the season progresses. Life is easy. Still Jay! We've had a lot of newcomers flexing in the playoff spots this season. Still Jay, OG, there in the number three spot, feeling pretty secure. Big battle for number four. He'd like to think he separated himself from that. Still a lot of hoops to be played. Don't think he can catch number two. Could he fall out? Yes, that's the thing about this We. An 8-1, a 7-2 win really does a lot. We haven't seen as much of those this year because of the competitiveness, but it doesn't mean that we can't. How about Jason Tatum for you? You valued him as a top 10 player? He's been that. Doesn't miss games as much. 44 games played. And it's just been what you thought he would be. Which is... Something, <laughs> because a lot of this world is not what you expect it to be. On paper, oh, he should be this, and he's still young, and he just came off the finals, and he's, 
working hard on his game, but think of how easily we could flip that narrative. He had a terrible finals. He's in his head. A, a new Ben Simmons. He just lost his coach. He then got injured. But no, you've got the good version of that, and we are all so very happy for you. Mr. Ben Myrtle, here in the fourth spot, but not actually. Because do remember, and I hate if this comes into play, but he's got that one game penalty from his week one negligence. So excited about the hoops, forgot about the 42 games, and yes, I get it, everybody, that the 42 games popped up so many more weeks. I blame the NBA, all these voting holiday? Every third week, we've got reduced games. So blame Adam Silver for that, not me. Um, I don't want this to be what determines the fourth spot, but just everyone keep that in mind that Christ Almighty actually has an extra loss. But he's in that fight, and we like to see that going from last place to potentially in the playoffs. Oh, so the, I mean, this is easy. What has happened here? Remember we said at the outset of like, hey, he has like every single shooting guard in the league. And they are dope. Alexander, a risk here toward the end of the season. Oklahoma City starts sitting people. Maybe I hate that that's a risk. Uh, Halliburton as a keeper. Wow, that played out better than you expected. Donovan Mitchell been balling. I know we said just one, but there's so many wins at your back. And yes, are you also at times focused on the thing, Kawhi Leonard, God, if only Kawhi Leonard was good, but we gotta balance that out. Like, you don't get them all. You don't get them all. If you're at 362 days or 15 days, you're not seeing the world properly. So seeing it properly here is that in general, you had a lot more wind with some people outperforming. Yes, I know you got that Tyrese injury right now. He'd been durable before that, but that... I, Gilgis Alexander, my God, that's that's your that's your wind. White Adam, we've always appreciated the team names from Stockton Bullet. Uh, we also appreciated. I'm sure you guys got that the World Cup preview from him. There's no doubt he's got writing talent. I started to read. I was entertained. I was amused. But I hate soccer so much, even with that writing prowess. It wasn't enough to get me to complete it. I'm sure those who did, who are more interested in the game, they were rewarded. Thank you for your contribution. As for your life being easy, Nicholas Claxton. Dude has had flashes in the past. Wow, I'm going to get these big-time blocks, this great field goal percentage from him. He's never actually delivered on that. Little spurts. Ooh, i got to pick him up. Should I use my way? This year, it's been realized. Top 40 player, the blocks out of control, the field goal percentage out of control. That's got to feel nice. Got to feel nice. 1080. Not used to seeing him down here. This is fun, though. It... If you just do nothing, things will happen that change things up. What are we ever going to do about the fact that Georgia's in it every year? If anyone wants to bet me, I bet that they won't be in the playoff. Well, now in the 12-team playoff. I bet they won't even be in the 12-team playoff in 10 years, in 8 years, 6 years. I don't know. You guys come up with a bet. I'll take the other side of it. Yes, does this somewhat contradict what I said before? I'm like, yeah, we're going to be in the playoffs. 
Sure, it does. Uh, both things can be true. Both things can be true. 1080 has had a lot of things not go his way. Desmond Bain, who, yes, is still better than John Morant. As a fantasy player, I'll also add the John Morant fake dunks. Remind me a bit of the Blake Griffin fake dunks. <laughs> Don't ever show me a highlight of a missed dunk. This would have been the dunk of the year, but he missed it. So why are we watching it? We're drowning in content. You gotta, <laughs> you're so desperate, you're giving me missed dunks? So everyone stop watching that. Stop ever clicking on missed things. And then the next part of it is, oh, it's completed. You got the two points, but it's not actually a dunk because you threw it in. If you ain't grabbing the rim, it ain't a dunk. I don't want to hear how it's more challenging. You're actually so high you couldn't dunk. No, no, no. It's not a dunk. You got to be grabbing that rim. And if you ain't grabbing that rim with a little spice, I don't even want to see that. Where were we? We were somewhere talking about 1080, how some things have gone against him this year. You know what didn't go against him? Miles Turner, one-time keeper in this league, delivering a top 20 performance. Yes, he's missed a few more games than one would like, but he's been much stronger than expected. Lynn Lowley, I know nothing about this man except that he must have a lot of wind at his back if he's taking a sabbatical with his whole family? Months off, no work, just kicking it with the fam? That sounds like life is pretty easy. I hope in that state, you're riding the positive vibes that you wake up with every day to do something cool, to read a book, write a book, do something, learn another language, just do something. Lynn Lowley, what you got? Uh, this one, pretty easy. Lori Markinen. I remember uh, bidding with you. I felt Markkinen was going to be a solid performer this year. I don't know if I expected him to be this good. Plus, you throw in the 43 games on top of that, delivering in a lot of categories for you. The points, the threes, the rebounds. Gets you some blocks. The feet, I mean, just really, really strong. It's not giving you assists or steals. Everything else. Lori Markkinen. Uh. The paradigms. What has happened? It's not too late. There's still some time. You get a big time win one of these weeks. You're right back in it, but this has not been what you expected to be. I can tell a lot of stories about players who didn't do what you expected them to do. Who gave you more? I'm going to say it's Jalen Brunson. Yes, you might have seen those Great moments in the playoffs last year. Short guy. Wow, he can get to the basket. Wow, he can score. But none of that made him a good fantasy player. He was maybe top 100 last year. Certainly not before then. New team, new role. And he's delivered. Top 50 performer for you. Getting the points that you expected. But also the assists with the extra usage. That nice free throw percentage. Jalen Brunson fits in nicely with the Paradigms brand. And finally, our last place team, a man who has won a championship before does not expect to find himself here in a battle for that last place punishment. I will say Ben Myrtle has sent me some extra money. Oh yeah, you guys, can I get that money? A uh, hundred bucks at Uncle Shafelit, Venmo, Cash App, always prefer Cash App. I'd like to have that now. 
I mean, I know a lot of you, but yeah, if I could have that money, that would put some, um, put some fears to rest. You know, there's times I wake up in sweats thinking I'm going to have to pay out these punishment no, or these, uh, these prizes at the end of the season because no one's paid me anything. So yeah, if you guys could send me that now, that would be great. Uh, as for Green 18, love Green 18. Believe, I don't know if he still believes this. Some point believing he, he had the best team in the league, just had to deal with injuries. That feels like someone who's staring a little bit too much at the wind in his face, not recognizing the wind in anybody else's face, and certainly not appreciating the things that worked well for him. What is it that worked well for him? Jalen Brown? Little bit better than he's ever been at fantasy before. Gives you the durability of that young Celtic body. And maybe it will be enough to get you out of last place. We will see. Many weeks to go. Many fun things can happen, but they might not happen. We'll see.